Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. You can now call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. Or 833-694-7529 and leave your question. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. Hello again and welcome to 4Play Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. We are in our closet again recording for you. We're trying to figure out ways for you to help keep it hot in your relationship. I'm Dr. Adam Matthews, couples therapist, along with our sex expert who has all the knowledge in her head that she is going to share with you, Miss Lori Watson. How are you doing? Thank you so much. I'm doing great. Soon to be doctor. How close are we now? Oh, probably about six months. Oh, I thought it would be sooner. Final Final stretch. stretch. We'll see. It'll happen. Yeah. It'll happen for you. Finishing the research. Awesome. We're talking about age gap relationships, sometimes called May-December romances. Why in the world do we call them May-December romances? Well, you know. That seems so ridiculous. I guess because sometimes people really pay more attention to a large gap in ages. Right. So it's... It's when it's the older person and the much younger person that yeah. draws attention, but, you know, to 
where does to that the whole do you know where that term comes from though it seems like it seems like one of those dumb things like take the bull no, by the one's, horns one's in the spring of their life right one's in the beginning of their life and one's in the end of their life I don't know it still makes absolutely no sense to me except like, that we're living longer that's <laughs> my husband likes to say he's waiting li- for the Methuselah pill <laughs> Jer- I went to see I went to see Jerry Seinfeld he was in he was in uh, Durham a couple weeks ago <laughs> he has this bit where he says life is not short it is long and we're just fine trying to find anything we can to fill it <laughs> to fill to fill the gap between the time we're born until the time when we die he says that's the only reason we go out to stuff the only reason we go we go out is just to fill the time oh that's funny yeah it is all right so may december romances age gap romances they present specific challenges in those relationships Right, but the gap is not as the mean though is not as big as people want to think, right? Yeah, unfortunately, I think the research is a, a little bit skewed because it is around four or five years as what they're researching is a gap, which a I gap. think that's normative. It's pretty I normative, mean, generally, and generally, men. I think the research says that men like to marry women who are three years younger, and women like to marry, oddly enough, men who are three years older. I uh, imagine that. So, but but it's, so if you get it outside... It is a little closer these days than it used to be sort of long ago. There so used to be a little bit bigger gap. Yeah, because people would marry younger. Or they, they yeah. was more, it was a little more normative then. But right. So what we're saying is if there's a gap in your in your age more than six years... That's pretty significant, right? Yeah. Even though the gap, the mean is closer, right? Mm-hmm. I think people pay attention to the extreme ones, like our current president and his wife, where there is almost a 30-year uh, age difference between the two of them, or George Clooney and his wife, Amal, right, mm-hmm. where there's a almost a 20-year, 18-year uh, age gap between the two of them, or there's other examples that we could go into. Right, like of, the French president, right? Yeah. Macron and Brigitte, where he is much younger than she is. Yeah, so there's lots of examples, and when that happens, we pay attention to that, but age gap issues in your relationship, you don't have to have a 20-year age gap for these issues to present themselves, mm-hmm. right? But we right. pay attention to them because there's such a, I think one of the reasons is there's such a cultural taboo against those relationships right now. And especially the well, labels think, that we attach to those to those. I think things. there's more of a cultural taboo or or exclamation about female older, male yeah. younger, right? I mean, that's a Hollywood story. Right. You know, when that's when your, an actress takes on a younger male, I mean, that's that's for the tabloids. And we get into the names that we call them cougars, right? I mean, that is not flattering at all. No, right. Um, it, it says that that she just wants sex or she's using him or something and and same with the the other way around right if it's the male who wants who wins the trophy wife i mean somehow or another she's objectified there too i mean the women kind of lose both ways yeah. i think yeah. in general I, and i think for for some people yeah they they then prop up the man who is older who's going out with a younger wife and it's yeah. a, it, it, he gets an attaboy right yeah and there you go he's, he's still he's still it. got it right Right. I mean, there are some. There is some, though, that will push back against him, and they may say that publicly, but behind his back are calling him a cradle robbing perv. Mm-hmm. Right. There are things like that where there's a lot of cultural preference that's or cultural ideals that are being pushed back on. Yeah, but I don't think it's men who are saying calling him a cradle robbing perv. I think it's the women. In front of their women, they are. Maybe <laughs> they're not. They're, they're not. They're not saying. They're, they're really not smart. If they're smart, they're not saying. They, they're not <laughs> saying attaboy in front in front of their wives. Right. Right. But yeah, it's difficult. So they're like the couple that is entering into any kind of age gap is going to face some cultural pressure and could very well feel like they're may be made to feel that their relationship is not normative. 
You know, but Adam, I mean, some of these people find each other. There is an age gap and there is real love. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and they are good for each other. And regardless of the pressure from the outside, these are people who it, they make it work. But there are some difficulties. I mean, sure. right? Maybe I don't know any of the songs that you listened to in high school. Yeah. You know, that you that is like our, our different, our cultural metaphors and things right. that we intuitively understand with people in our own age group yeah. is really different. You don't know any of the lyrics to Boys to Men? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, the pop culture references, you know, like... There is not a huge gap between me and my wife, but she was out of the country. She grew up in Belgium during the 80s. So all of my 80s references are completely lost on her. Yeah. So growing up in a different era, really, even if it's 10 years, is going to create some significant difficulty in saying that y'all have having shared language, shared experience, that kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the the big one is the pressure from the outside to kind of prove the relationship. Yeah. There's a lot of social pressure against these couples saying that somehow or another, you know, their judgments basically actually do destabilize the relationship. Yeah. There you it's know? not it's not just you you need the acceptance of friends and family to yeah. really help support the relationship. When you don't get that, or if, they, if if friends and family are withholding that or asking you to prove that relationship, that can be really damaging and be really hurtful. I mean, it's personally hurtful, but it can also affect your relationship for sure. And there was a classic movie in my generation called uh, Four Seasons by Alan Alda. Those of mm-hmm. you who are listening who remember, it was a great movie. So go figure it out on Netflix and watch it. But it was basically four couples and one of them divorces and brings the new young partner to all the events and vacations. And, and it talks mm-hmm. all about this social pressure, you know, how the other three couples are disgusted by their exuberant lovemaking that they can hear, you know, and mm-hmm. disgusted by her skinny dipping. And, you know, there's a social pressure. And eventually at some point the woman speaks up and says, you know what, I love this man. You know, screw what you think of us. You know, Mm. he is my partner. And, you know, it turns out she really is a great person, but they had difficulty in accepting her. So anyway, that's. Well, I think but that speaks to something that I think you tell me what you think about this, that that really that comes down to also accepting the relationship yourself. Like, I mean, that's the move toward being able to do that. Exactly. Another issue that I think comes up is just kids. Whether they're older kids or whether it's about having kids or it's whether it's whether you're going to have kids of your own whether especially if she's older and maybe has already been through pregnancy and maybe doesn't want to do that again. Yeah. Um, there's the issue of whether you're not going to have kids, but then there's also the issue of if you do have older kids, you may have a child that's more closer to the age of your partner than right. they are than they are to you. Right, exactly. Right? And, and I think I think there's some difficulties with worrying about how the inheritance is going to be split if you have a new child with this new partner. I mean, money always plays into it, you know, or you know, is the is the new spouse going to get what kind of share of the money, especially if, if you're having a large age discrepant marriage? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that can be difficult. Yep. I think those things need to be really clear. Yeah. Those things need to be documented before you marry. Sure, absolutely. You know. Then there's illness. I think one difficulty that couples don't anticipate is the fact that aging is so different, right? Mm-hmm. The, the older partner may be facing illnesses that are age-related or just – age-related problems that they're not as prepared for as maybe young couples. Yeah. You know, so this hot, sexy person that is you're marrying when they're 50 and now 20 years later they're 70 and you're 50, yeah. you know, a hip replacement isn't quite as sexy. 
right you know as as it was especially when you're still playing tennis and out there and it it can you know destabilize again like oh you know i i didn't realize these consequences would happen so soon yeah. in this relationship and it's something that needs to be talked about and really considered yeah when they're marrying i think they're or getting together they're also then sexual problems can come up as well, right? Right. I mean, because aging brings sexual issues. So Mm -hmm. it it could be menopause or it could be ED and erectile problems, um, cardiovascular problems, the impact erections, absolutely, and desire, the loss of testosterone, you know, all of that is problematic. It could also just be the difference in uh, reality versus expectations as well, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there could be some expectations that it is that you're from either side, from the older or younger side, that sex is going to be more, uh, more, or hotter or better than what it turns out to be in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and sex still has to evolve and develop, like we talk about all the time, right? So there, there could be that that could come in and be difficult as well. Okay, well, let's take a break. We'll come back and give you five things you can do to avoid these issues in a relationship with significant age difference. We'll be back to you right after this with Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. Thank you so much to all our Patreon supporters, right? Yeah. Patreon is a platform where you can directly support things that you love. We really want to expand the resources that we can be able to provide right. to you as our listeners. If you know our work touches you and our work helps you, we would be so grateful for your support. Just go to our website, foreplayrst.com, and there you can find a way to support us, and you can see our episodes and our blogs. And thank you so much, guys. Speaking with certified sex therapist Lori Watson from Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Lori, what is an intensive? So an intensive is 12 to 14 hours of therapy all in one weekend. And it's a way to really make fast progress compared to weekly therapy. I mean, there's just... So much more you can get done when you have a chunk of time. Overcome the challenges in your relationship and your sex life. Learn more about intensives and Awakening Center's other services at awakenloveandsex.com. At Matthews Counseling, we believe it is our job to come alongside you in whatever difficult challenges of life you are in and help you rediscover hope and to find the strength that you have to face those challenges. We strive to create a safe and comfortable place for you to explore who you want to be and identify the obstacles standing in your way. Oftentimes, the first step toward finding help is the hardest, but it can also be the bravest. Give us a call at 919-587-8018. Find us online at matthewscounseling.com. We look forward to working with you. Welcome back to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. Just a reminder, we'd love for you to find us on Facebook, Instagram, all the socials that were there. We're also on Patreon, so be sure to check us out there. We are talking about age gap relationships where there is a 6 to 10 year age difference in your relationship or more than that. And talking about how to kind of manage um, some of the challenges that come with that. So we got five tips for you that we want to talk about. First one is, Lori, going slow with friends and family. What do we mean by that? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you can't expect your friends or your family to instantly like any partner. Yeah, for sure. And if there's worries, because if you are the younger partner, you know, maybe there's a worry about you'll be taken advantage of and your family is very concerned about that. Or if you're an older partner, 
and your family is really worried about, oh, this is just a gold digger. I mean, you have to give them a chance to get to know this partner and not expect it to be instantaneous harmony and realize there's some differences when there is an age gap that they could be concerned about. Yeah, you want to give your family and friends time to know why this relationship makes sense for you, right? How you fit together, right? I I take so much more confidence – with my friends or my family, um, when I get to know their partners, right, I, I take so, so much more confident that they're going to be well cared for. And I think giving your friends and family the benefit of the doubt there and knowing that while they may have some concerns or they may even have some cultural inhibitions about this relationship, let them see, not just tell them, but let them see that you're going to be taken care of mm-hmm. in this relationship and that mm-hmm. this, it's a good fit for you, I think is important. Yeah. And I, I think certainly if you're the partner coming in and there's children that are just about your age, you know, you don't want to step in as a parent. You know, you want to give them a chance to get to know you. And it it doesn't, you, you know, your role can be different over time. It could be friend. It doesn't have to be parent. I would always say anyway, blood deals with blood. Yeah. You know, in a step blended family, the person who is the biological parent has to deal with the children anyway. But, I mean, there could be feelings about it if it's like, ooh. You know, my, my stepmommy is my age. So. Yeah. <laughs> it, it can be. I mean, you well, have to, I think I you think have to be okay. That It can feel incestuous almost like, you know, that yeah. there's concerns and anxiety about that if yeah. you're the child, the biological child. It, yeah. that And it, it may be awkward at first. And I think you have to be okay with the fact that it, it may be a little awkward. I think you can address the concerns that your family has without being defensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's just good communication and conflict resolution skills anyway. But if you can hear their concerns as their concerns, address them as best you can without being defensive. Like you don't have to defend your partner or your relationship, but you get to acknowledge, hey, I, I recognize your concerns, but this is how this is how I feel about it. I think that goes a lot a long way. I think too that when anytime there's a divorce in a community or a remarriage or repartnering, there's concerns that ripple through the rest of the community. Mm-hmm. And I think if one partner is choosing a much younger partner or one person that you know is suddenly choosing a much younger partner, I think there's some anxiety that comes up in the friendship group. Like, oh, are you going to trade me in too, you know, for the new model? Regardless of whether you actually know what happened to their previous relationship or not, you know, those judgments can can impact whether or not the societal group around you accepts that person. Yeah. So being able to stay connected to those relationships would then seem to be important to what you're saying there, to not just abandon them. Right. Even if they if they push back a little bit, not to abandon them, but to stay connected, Mm -hmm. um, but not to feel like you have to overly invest or overly explain. Mm -hmm. Right. Giving them a chance to get to know the new partner for who they are. Yeah, exactly. I think another uh, one of our tips that we have, um, Lori, is being open to new ideas of family. Right. I think you get locked in to some of these ideas about what our family is going to look like very early on. And when maybe we then we fall in love with somebody that we didn't expect to or life didn't turn out exactly the, the way we are and, and we, we stay locked into – if we stay locked into those ideals um, that we created when we were younger, then a lot of times it's gonna, we're, we're going to have conflict. So in these relationships, kids might be one of those, like whether how many kids I'm going to have, whether they're going to be biologically my own, whether I'm going to have stepkids – you know, things like that, if we get locked into how that's going to look, then we, we miss opportunities and we miss the ability to negotiate with To maybe with love our spouse. and love somebody who is really important to us because we have a predetermined idea of what it's going to be. You know, I think you're right. I think especially about having children and how many and if you're going to. 
Although I do know, I knew some some really cool blended families, you know, where the the, the new partner absolutely loves the kids as their own. Yeah. It just takes them on, loves them. It's, it's it can be beautiful. I think that's yeah. I think that's great, and I think being open to that, we then get to experience that beauty of those of the blended family or of the newness. Our roles may be different, right? Like I don't think anybody would expect that their stepkid might be a few years younger than they are, right? Right. But you you get to embrace the role that you've been given, and if you're able to do that, I think that it goes it goes much smoother, right? Sure. I think they need to address the sexual issues, obviously, as they might come up. And the fantasy, I think, is, you know, I'm marrying somebody young who is vital, who is juicy, who is (laughs) sexual. And, you know, it turns out that these couples have just as many sexual problems as any other couple. That's the reality. Yep. Even though there's a fantasy, it doesn't bear out in terms of their sexual life is just as complicated as anybody else's sexual life. And so you can, if you're not the person who has the new spouse who's really young, you might comfort yourself and say, oh, it probably isn't as great as I think it is. And, you know, if you are that new partner and in that new coupleship, you know, realizing, you know, it turns out it's complicated. Mm -hmm. You know, just because I admire you and I think you're so wise and strong and and wonderful you know it turns out you're not spending that much time with me you know you're spending all that time at work that's how you built that financial success and right. that kingdom and now i need more from you and that's how i get turned on sexually and, and vice versa it's like yeah maybe my partner isn't always in the mood yeah. you know it doesn't mean i i thought i was getting that a person who was young is that's what i remember about being young is i was always in the mood and you know people are people and yeah. relationships are really the big impact in terms of sexual quality. Yeah. And I think being comfortable talking about those issues, I think that's true for any couple. But particularly as they come up, being able to address them is going to lead to resolution a lot faster than mm-hmm. if we just avoid them and don't talk about mm-hmm. them. Right. I think you also we have to mind the gap as well. There could be because of those cultural pressures we talked about before, there could be a pull to avoid saying that we have issues Right. Because of our age difference. Mm -hmm. Right. We could we because the pressure may be to prove the relationship, because it may be to say to validate it, to say there's no like our age gap doesn't matter. I think there's one instance where that's true. It doesn't matter if you're you're in love with the person. Right. It may not matter. But there are a lot of issues that come with that. So being able to say as early on as you can in the relationship, we need to talk about our age gap and the issues that it brings up, whether that's the stuff we talked about before, the, it, how you handle illness, what do you think about kids, how you balance your independent versus togetherness in your life, being able to address those things. How what, What's going to happen when you, when you bring up the movie that I have no cultural reference or point for or other things like that, saying, yeah, this is, brings issues, but let's talk about how we want to manage them. I think, keeps them from becoming bigger issues than they are. Yeah. Okay, I think, too, you know, we have to be careful when we're supporting these people not to age shame, not to say, you know, this is something that we disapprove of based on something that is so superficial. It'd be like disapproving of, you know, people who are marrying with racial differences. Right. You know, simply because the color of their skin is different, we think they can't get along. There are cultural issues, issues often that happen and there are differences that 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 couple needs to acknowledge. But as, 
you know, community around them, you know, we, we don't want to do that. I think, too, inside the, that age shaming kind of happens inside of the relationship as well. And that becomes a challenge because you're getting it from the outside, but then it can kind of sneak in, right? And so then mm-hmm. all of your differences start to get blamed on the age gap rather than what they actually are, right? So I think when you, you may right, start if to— if you were more mature, oh, yeah. you would understand this. All right, or you'll understand this when you get older, or we would have more fun if you were a little bit younger, right? Ooh, that, that's like a wicked tale in a relationship, right? That's a whip. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know. Well, it's just like anything. That age gap can become a bludgeon, something that you bludgeon the other person with rather sure. than something that you that's valuable about your relationship. If it's something you cherish and something you build up and say, this is part of what makes us us, mm-hmm. right, and it's valuable to us, then I think you start to to use it to your advantage rather than to use it to hurt one another. Exactly. I think I think it does lend me to to worry a little bit about couples though who mm-hmm. marry with maybe a larger age gap because sometimes they're marrying with an ideal about what they're going to get. I'm going to get hot ever present sex or I'm going to get status and stability. Um you know, sometimes as we've said Sex is dependent on the quality of the relationship and status may be or financial security may be based on the agreement. I mean, just just because you were marrying somebody who spoiled you while you were dating and took you on fabulous vacations doesn't necessarily mean that they're willing to share their assets, you know, in a document Mm -hmm. before you marry that that's going to happen. And I think there can be a lot of disappointment if if you get into this relationship for ulterior motives or motives that are not really based on the person. You got to love the person and these other things need to be negotiated. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. We would love to hear from you. Let us know how this episode was helpful to you, what else we need to include and to talk about. Um, You can email us at info at foreplayrst.com. You can also call us now, right, Lori? Yes, on 833-MY-FOR- the number four play. So right. 833-MY-4-PLAY. Leave us a voicemail. You may hear your voice online, on the podcast. Um, yeah, we would love your questions. Find us on the web. Find us on Patreon. Connect with us in any way. We just want to build a community um, where you have resources to help keep it hot in your relationship. And thank you for your support on Patreon. That is actually helping us very much. Yeah, we're That gonna, will help us be broader. Yeah, we love it. We love what we're doing, and we love you that you're doing it with us. So feel free. And until next time, I'm Dr. Adam Matthews, your couples therapist. And I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist for Play Radio Sex Therapy. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor.